were never gang, gang, gang at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start off by saying, hooray for Hollywood, because it's the Emmys, but I was being sarcastic. I couldn't tell. It's the Emmys. Cool, man. Ugh, who cares? Yeah, man. Except Thrones won. Oh, Game of Thrones won. Yeah. That's pretty cool, dude. Don't you care about that? You care no. about the Emmys at no. all? No. no. Like, who no. cares about the Emmys? No. Seriously. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's meaningless. It's weird that we, like, review so much stuff or, like, talk about so much stuff and then that type of shit is just like, no. Oh, Golden Globes, Emmys, even Oscars. It's so arrogant. It's like... It's, well, it's like the annual back padding. I you know? know. And it's getting more embarrassing. And, like, the... The show stinks this year with Colin Jost and Michael Jost. Jay. Colin Jost and Michael Jost. Yeah. And Cycle Jost. It's just pretty embarrassing. Yeah, it's pretty low rent. Yes. And clearly, Lauren Michaels, everybody has to kiss his ring. And yeah, he's the EP he, on the show on like, the Emmys now. Yeah, is that that's he's done new. that before? Has but he? oh, I guess so with like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, right? Did they they were it? funny. Yeah, it was great. They were no, they did the Globes. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, they the did the Golden Globes. I always don't care. Which is a more fun event because I used to work that event, and you, everyone got drunk and had a dinner, and it was fun. Oh, I want a dinner. <laughs> Well, we got a film to discuss here. We sure do. Uh, kicking off uh, horror season, we like to call this Halloween season. Come early. Come early season. Halloween season. Yeah. It, fall season of films. It is The Predator. The Predator. Uh, the, predator. the what f- number in the franchise? I guess it's one, it's two. It's hard to tell because Alien vs. Predator. Six, six, well, six. It's Alien vs. Predator. is really Alien vs. Predator. I mean... It's yeah, I don't know. I guess you just throw it all in there. Yeah, like let's the f- throw it all in there. I'm going to say six. Fair enough. And uh, it's written and directed by Shane Black, co-written by Fred Decker. Shane Black was in the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, he yeah. he's one. He also wrote up, punched up the script. Yeah, he added a lot of his signature pussy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he he, he did uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Gang it, and the Nice Guys. So which, he, yeah, the Nice Guys is like a good Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Well, and what's the other one we actually liked? The Nice Guys. The one with Russell Crowe and yes, that's the one that the I nice really, yeah, that was good. Did I? I didn't say the Nice Guys. Yeah, the first you did. Time. I just get that mixed up with the other guys. Oh, the for other for some guys. reason. Yeah, well, that's funny too. But yeah, it's literally did. yeah, that's fair. It's like two guys that are right. Cops yeah, or are <laughs> the detectives. Nice Guys, the other guys, the other just, Nice Guys. Yeah. <laughs> they meet Mark Wabwag and, <laughs> and freaking Ryan Grosling. Uh, isn't it crossed? It's actually Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Gra- I know. I'm saying they all yeah. they all teamed up. That would be funny. Will Ferrell. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> uh, so this stars Boyd Holbrook, who was in Logan and Gone Girl. Little Jacob Tremblay, who's in everything. Yeah, he's the new boy. Yeah. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Sterling K. Brown, Thomas Jane, Alfie Allen, Jake Busey. Yvonne Strahovski, who is in Handmaid's Tale. She plays um, the captain's wife. She's freaking awesome in it. I can't believe she didn't get nominated. Oh, is she like and the win. mom in this? She's his wife? She's his wife. With she's, the, she's the kid's mom, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so good in Handmaid's Tale. I never saw. Well, no, I saw the first episode of the first season. It's good. It's she's yeah, she's like kind of like uh, Cersei. She's really plays Cersei, basically. Oh, Cersei uh, Lannister. She's kind of that kind of role. She's pretty evil. And oh, that's cool. Uh, so, what did we think 
about the predator. I mean, overall, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it? No, I liked. Well, no, I was geeked up when they started showing some of that R-rated predator action. Yeah, it's man. gory. It gave me a couple, couple of like woo moments, actually. Yeah, just because like we had some, woo, we had some moments. woo moments, even though the, the movie itself is sort of weak sauce. Yeah, it's like weak sauce. It didn't really seem like the the cast was that into it, kind of like that, or like they didn't appreciate the property. Like it, a lot, it felt they like were, a lot of like walk on shit and like they Thomas were Jane. into like all being together and having fun together. Yeah, like they seemed at Comic Con, but yeah, the really property. Seem, you're right. Yeah, it's sort of like they, it was anything for them. I don't know. And also, if you like stack up the original crew of the first movie yeah. versus the knucklehead Momo crew of this movie, <laughs> sort of like what happened? You had like Billy Bear and Carl yeah. Withers, Jesse the Body, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, you mean the characters themselves? Yeah, and just versus, the actors they cast. Yeah. Like these guys, I know these guys are like the B team, like within the story, they're like PTSD or like fuck. Yeah, ups. so this is what happens. It's uh, it takes place current day mm-hmm. when we see a predator basically come to Earth. He has like he creates a wormhole and he's escaping from a ship and he goes from one part of the galaxy to another and crash lands in Mexico. We've seen that before, where it starts basically in space. In space. And yeah, he's being followed, or the predator ship is being followed by a different predatorship and you don't really understand what the significance is and it crash lands in mexico during like a special operation mission with the snipers and so you get a little bit of that first predator yeah that was reminiscent of that so and Mm -hmm. it opens with boyd holbrook uh you know he's a a sniper Mm -hmm. and he's about to take out these bad guys doing a drug mm-hmm. deal or whatever and then the predator comes down well no then there's like a explosion and a ship right, crashing right, and right. then all the people that are doing the drug deal are like what the fuck and he and then i was literally waiting for when he took the shot because i wanted to see if it was like full r movie or yeah like, so when they took the shot and the dude's head came out yeah and it was just like oh yeah okay okay it's yes happening yes a guy got his head blown off perfect <laughs> and so yeah then there's this sort of mysterious uh, mysterious, mysterious, <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> like yeah, you know, a space <laughs> vessel in the middle of the Mexican jungle, whatever, and uh, it, it sort of crashes next to uh, the what's the name sniper guy, and he's sort of investigating. Yeah, and as he's investigating, he sort of picks up some little like a helmet, and he doesn't know what it is, and it's all futuristic, and he hides it, and. You know, and then as his buddies are coming with recon, there's some quick flashes of murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and you get the predator like instant that you know, you see him in his like camouflage yeah, thing. Yeah, his like invisibility cloaking yeah. device. Yeah, man. And the one guy I can't remember. So there's so many like the deaths are so quick and like so fleeting and accurate. Yeah. I, I, it's hard to describe them. But they're well, so someone's gory. strung up, yeah. and then he gets cut in half, and his guts start dripping down. Yeah, because they do. He uses those. Yeah, the predator uses those like slings, where it's like, what do they call this when you hunt rabbits? And it slings them up. Yeah, same sort of principle. And Ooh. the guy's just hanging there, and he had, they have those like multi-bladed Blah. boomerangs. And it, oh <laughs> right, <laughs> that <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, and it lands, sticks into the freaking tree, or you can catch it. You know, but the predator's down because remember he gets he. Get, they get him. Yeah, they get him. And then Sterling K. Brown and his like team. Sterling K. Brown is basically the Gary Busey character in the second movie. So there's like the military. But he's the bad guy. So is Gary he's, Busey. Yeah, but he, this is, Sterling K. Brown's kind of worse. Like the, Gary Busey sort of ended up being not as bad. By the end of it. Yeah. It sort of like they were, they could work together. Right. Yeah, and this... Well, no, in this they ended up working together by the end too. It just was less yeah. realistic. You're sort yeah. of like, wait, now you're friends. Yeah, it Remember, happened we said really that. fast. Yeah. yeah. We were like, oh, okay. You were literally 
literally just like had each other at gunpoint. Yeah. They were like, okay, we're good. Hands up. We're, okay, let's go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's some sort of quick quick switches. But, so they capture him and then cut to Olivia Munn. Dr. Baxter? Yeah, with her walking her dog, which is weird because she does those wag dog commercials. So I thought that was like, I don't know. It was just weird. It's like there she is with a dog. And so they like. It's conspiracy man. Yeah. And they. Um, they bring her, and she's a biologist, and she sees it. Not just it. a biologist. No, that's she right. wrote the book. She did. They that line is in there. Gary Bu- or Jake um, Busey. No, she wrote the book on evolutionary biology. Yeah, oh yeah, she's she's the uh, authority for yeah. sure. Yeah, and Gary Jake Busey yeah. is the he's, head of the team. Or no, he also the, got called in, but you don't find out. I don't remember why. Yeah, he's he was a scientist. He's there because he, so he could go on the press tour and like, you know, fluff up that little fluffy story of his right, dad. Yeah, like, I know. know. You have a big role. Not, no, not significant. We enough. likened it to Adam Beach's role in Suicide Squad. Squad. It's, Just like it's, it. It's like a big press tour for an itty bitty role. It's an itty bitty role and you go see it was completely insignificant. Yeah. And it didn't make any difference like, to the oh, story. Okay. like, oh, and they literally brought you everywhere yeah just because of his dad was in the second one yeah which whatever you know you want to promote the film uh and so the, and then they go we go from like mexican jungle to you know interior of special secret military science lab right and we they have a the predator on a slab and he's sedated that's pretty cool that, yeah we haven't seen that before yeah and they actually we actually get a breakdown of his like armor and tools and you know which is kind of cool. cool the gauntlets yeah oh and also as before we cut to that remember he sends a package home the he sent the the uh, sniper. Oh yeah, and he also swallows a little brass ball that makes you invisible. Yeah, that's like the cloaking he keeps thing. That, yeah, he yeah. swallows it and then sends the gauntlet and the helmet back to his house. Right, and then you, that definitely comes into play later. And then they're inside of the what's the name? The lab. The lab. Yeah, they're sort of going over the predator and talking about him and his ways and they keep going back to this thing what's well, not really a predator then is it it's it's a hunter oh yes yeah, like predators joke. hunt for prey yeah. he's like yeah but predator sounds cooler and everyone's yeah. like right guys yeah and it's like okay that's a joke right or no I yeah can't there's kind of a lot of lame stuff like a lot that. of lame there's a lot of dad humor yeah there was a lot of dad there's humor. a literal moment where you know after the, so okay so the predator wakes up derp and <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead he's as you know and yeah. he can like you know easily uh you know break out of the restraints yeah but we do see one thing for the first time which is a predator bite we never seen that before we never seen a predator bite somebody with that their crazy cool. teeth mouth and it's yeah. nasty yeah because it sort of turns and bites one of the scientists right that like, was oh, cool we've yeah. never actually seen a predator bite or you know aliens yeah. bite that's what they do you know it's kind of cool, and so and then he starts tearing shit up, and it was just that a bloodbath. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, yay, brutal violence, right? Like, predator style, like high technology mixed with absolutely brutal violence. Well, and before that all happened, the sniper guy was being questioned, and they and you know behind yeah the, they caught him, they caught him, and they're questioning him, and then they he becomes like a scapegoat. They they send him off to like a you know like wacko, a wacko a military mental institute yeah, and just basically going to say that he killed his other his buddies right because they can't crazy, it, right. you know tell that this is happening so he's in this bus with and that's when we meet that's the gang. we meet the gang they thomas cool jane yeah they all have a school cool backstory and keegan michael key 
And that was sort of like an okay way to get them all together. Sure. You know, that worked for the story. Especially when they're not like the elite soldiers of the first movie. You right. know what I mean? Like they're they're the sort of like bad news bears of they're soldiers. They're misfits for sure. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why they're not like super buff and brolic. And right. No guy's going to be like, man, I wish I could be on their team. Yeah. You know, you're just sort of like, cool. <laughs> and Thomas Jane has Tourette's, which was... Sort, sort of, of funny. Sort of it wasn't as funny as they thought it was going to be. You no, know? no, uh, it could, no, you know. Yeah, the, a lot I of banter, know. a lot of like improvised banter that you're like, okay, you guys are definitely having fun with this. That's yeah. good to know. Well, you know what would have been I don't funnier? Know if I'm having fun with this, but you are. You know how in real life he doesn't wear shoes. Yeah, shoes. He hasn't done Thomas that Jane. forever, and it would have been funnier if they made him like shoeless, shoeless soldier. If he was the shoeless soldier, because that would have been like, think about that. Like that would have caused a lot of problems. Well, he would have been dis- <laughs> discharged probably, or as a or soldier, put, or he put in the you know loony yeah discharged bin. man. Maybe Looney Bin. Wouldn't you have to be discharged first? It smells no. Why not? I don't know. You know about the military? A little bit. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe so. Or maybe not. Um, so Olivia Munn breaks out with a gun. Yeah, she's, but not a gun. It's a no, trank. No, like a trank. Gun. Yeah, man. And she's running. And she's then, running after the predator. Yeah, she wants to trank it because she's, she could handle that yeah. shit. She won't get like cut into fucking ribbons by a giant space right. monster that hunts around the right. galaxy <laughs> she'll get him with the train well and by the way he's very selective in who he slices people into ribbons which is one of the issues i have with this film well yeah he is more so than ever more before. so than ever before like when he sees her naked they f- strategically have her naked although they don't show her naked but no they don't show her even though it's hard she's, she has to take her clothes off to go through this decontamination contamination, yeah. and he doesn't do anything to her. Yeah, cool. She's Doesn't literally like her. naked and in the fetal position. Yeah, and I mean, in the second one, they do have that moment where uh, on the subway train and he's leaving, and then there's the one cop, female cop, left, and he's going to kill her, and then he does the scan, and she's pregnant. Yeah, and he lets her live. So, I mean, I guess predators can, I guess, discriminate against who they're going to. But there's just... a lot of stuff in this movie where he does, he just doesn't slice up people. Well, but then you find out, and we'll flash forward a little bit, that he's like a rebel predator right which i wish they could have played it a little he's a more traitor. he's a traitor but all at the same time he's trading on the side for the humans right versus trading on the side for the pre- predator right. species and we find out why is that but that's kind of guess maybe partly why even though he kills all the scientists except for jake Busey, which was he weird. killed him to get out though yeah, right he did kill him to get out he's and he's like he's on the run mm-hmm. and they track him to the school and Olivia Munn's now with the gang because they save her. So then they're in the, uh, after they kind of all join forces, they, we meet a big giant new predator and this predator has like dogs. Yeah. It's like basically. And we find out he's hunting the one that was the traitor. He's come to find something. We don't really figure out what it is till the end. But he's he comes and he, he's after the predator that's broken out of the lab and now he's got dogs. Like predator dogs. Like a, weird alien dogs. Yeah. Yeah, they're dogs. It's kind of stupid. I don't know. But there's like a cool fight with this new predator and the other predator where he kills them in front of all of them when they're trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. Because remember killed. the like other the traitor predator comes after them. They're in like a school, 
and they're trying to get away from him, but then the big one pulls him out of the school through the window or something or other like that. And yeah, they, it's like twice his size, which is kind of funny. But apparently, the predators do their own like genetic testing because that the large predator has like an exoskeleton that he can turn on and off, and he's like more advanced. Oh yeah, what was that? I didn't really. I missed that whole thing with the exoskeleton. I don't know. They just reference it once. It's really hard to read on screen. You don't really like see it happen. It's just they sort of reference it like before he engages in combat, he accesses like this whatever inside his body like right. it's more advanced than the predator with just like the whatever freaking unobtainium armor or whatever it is you know and uh as this is happening well this is actually before the stupid kid uh got the package from his dad that's full of like the predator oh right armor and stuff and this kid is autistic and it comes into play sort of i guess um but basically the kid gets picked on by kid by other bullies and he goes out trick or treating by himself with the predator mask on. Yeah, that was which cool. We all sort of like saw coming, but it was like, yeah, pretty cool. And uh, the mask, it, it, he, the kids like hit him over the head with something, and the mask like reacts in defense and like blows up a house. house. Yeah, and that's what sort of like they see the explosion because they're trying to find the kid. Right, they all get to the house and the kid's not there, and so they have to go searching for the kid with the. And he had the kid as the gauntlet and stuff. And, yeah, it uh, is like a gauntlet. Yeah, that's what they wear. And it has their weapons on it, and they also has a like self destruct uh explosion thing that's from famous from the first two movies and the first Alien vs. Predator. Right. It's a pretty cool thing. And uh so when they do find the kid, they also find they also the big predator also finds him because they can track him through the helmet or something like that. Oh yeah. And so the big predator is like tracking the helmet, but also the little predator is uh they trying to kill him at the same time you realize that the big the little predator isn't gonna kill anybody when he captures one of their team the hispanic dude and like doesn't instantly kill him and then tells him to drop their weapons oh, right and you're sort of like what's this all about like there should be a full-out battle or i thought he was gonna like stick him right Cut there him in half. Yeah, yeah whatever man and you're like why isn't he dying and then you think oh they're not gonna like have everybody live are they because that's not predator. yeah predator is like everybody dies your favorite guys die right except for one you know and that's cool that's kind of realistic yeah too. it's what you want yeah and so at first i'm like oh they're gonna bitch out and keep everybody alive right and stuff. but then you quickly realize that this predator's here where you know not just to hunt he's here on a mission uh, and that's unknown unknown mission and that's when they introduced the large predator and i felt bad because literally as soon as you realize that the predator's on the like right side he gets his fucking head ripped off by yeah, a larger I predator know. yeah so it would have been cool i don't know i guess that's corny and they kind of did that in alien first predator to have him team up with right. the humans so i guess that's a little corny but it would have been cool to see it like play out a little longer you know because yeah. that predator itself was cool too you know he just sort of like didn't get a chance like, I guess he completes his little mission, sort of, kind of. But but, but they didn't all get a chance to know that he was on their side till much the later, very end. Yeah, yeah, until the very end. And so after the large predator uh, kills the smaller predator, they are like escaping, and they don't know what the what the fuck is going on. And that's I think when they meet up with Sterling K. Brown again shortly after. Oh that. yeah, and he's like going to kill them. He's going to like he's beating them up, and he captures them all in like a barn or some yeah. thing. But then they also, there's another weird thing where one of the guys shoots the predator dog like point blank in the head. Right. But it doesn't die yeah. and it just sort of wanders off. Yeah. It like becomes docile 
and somehow it's uh, but they don't reference why or how it happens right and then that predator dog becomes like their buddy and so, yeah and, like, yeah <laughs> and like continues to sort of get them out of jams that the writers couldn't think of i guess another <laughs> yeah. thing so it's like blah here's a grenade blah here's a depth charge blah the like, visual effects on those dogs weren't that great it was really they muddy you couldn't really make like it out the ghostbusters dogs yeah actually the know? ghostbusters dogs had a little more character yeah to them. like these dogs until you like actually see them in like the light of day you're like oh there's like the predator dreads and right the little predator mouth and then there's like this real pit bull that makes an appearance. And then it disappears. And, it, and yeah. like the last shot you see of this dog is it's furiously running towards the camera. And then you never see that yeah. dog again. And that was weird. And it's introduced and you think they're going to like, because there's predator dogs and then the real dog. And I'm like, I hope the predator dogs don't like eat that dog. I know. You know, and it doesn't. And then the dog di- li- di- uh, lives. But the other one, there's two predator dogs. One gets killed, blown up, in fact. Yeah. And then, um, and then like, what was the whole thing with like, you don't get a sample because like, we're not fucking, you know, hippies or something. Remember, she's trying to like take a she's sample of the predator dog. They were like trying to rush her away. Yeah. But like, why? He, the, the reasoning was like, hey, man. Man, we're not softies around here. It's like yeah, she's a scientist. Was, yeah, it's like give her a sample. Well, in the other moment, what was weird was when he said uh, they were all in the hotel because Olivia Munn accidentally shoots her own self in the foot all with right. a fucking tranquilizer dart, and so they all they take her, and then they wake. She wakes up in this motel, and like a bunch of cool off the cuff improving starts to happen. And he he says something like your mother's cunt, and Olivia Munn has this like instant like fucking bitch reaction to it because he they, has Tourette's, but. She's a fucking doctor. Yeah. Wouldn't they have said, like, oh, don't mind him. He's an ex-soldier with Tourette's. Right. She was like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? Yeah. What'd you say about my pussy? And it's like, oh, all they could have said was he has Tourette's. And it's this whole, like, oh, no, I didn't say pussy. I said, you're kind of pushy. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's kind of pushy. And it's like this, like, fucking Laurel and Hardy who's on first, like, horrible gag that didn't really make sense with her character if she's, like, an empathetic biologist and doctor. She's like, what the fuck? Like, she reacted like slutty L.A. club girl. Yeah, she did. She like, did. Like, who directed her to react that way? The man is, like, clearly in his early 50s and has Tourette's syndrome. And yeah, he, I never like, would have thought of that. Like that. And she's like, who the fuck's this fucking yeah. creep? And it's like, whoa. Fucking ugh. Is it, that, like, did, it came out of nowhere. Well, I just think she's a bad actor. She has, like, two. I agree. Her range is, like pretty girl or angry girl right you know what i mean and, or like just trash yeah <laughs> or just yeah. pure trash and so that is so you know flash forward they're all like a team and they love each other very much <laughs> or something and they have to escape from sterling k brown sort of you know special op scientist mercenary guys and they do that do that do, do, da, da, da. Well, he gets do, the da, kid, da, though, da, 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 at the da, da. barn. Oh, yeah, he so takes yes, the kid. he takes the kid in a helicopter, but at the same time, uh, they steal, like, a Channel 5 helicopter. Upper derp, derp, derp. Yeah, very funny. And then uh, they follow the helicopter to where the ship crashed. There was, like, another Predator ship that they want to excavate and take. And where did that come from? I, I don't think that was the original Predator ship, was it? Or maybe it was the the fat no. Predator, the big Predator ship. Oh. Because the big Predator, like, chases in there. And that's right. when we first okay. get our, like, taste of the hunting grounds sort yeah. of idea, which is cool. And, um, again... Uh, that's those are sort of the moments you're waiting for is like those actual hunting hunting grounds yeah and uh, the story itself is sort of silly because the Sterling K. Brown takes the the autistic boy because he thinks that he has the sort of like intelligence level 
to hack into the system or something right. like that. Or like the sort of, you know, crazy, simple mind intelligence. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. Yep. And uh, so they take them that, they take them with them. And so, of course, uh, the, you know, sniper head guy is like, gotta get my son, motherfucker. Like, well, and, and the predator says he's going to take, we think it's the sniper, but he really means the kid. Because he's like, Buchanan is a true warrior or something like that. Yeah. That's like the guy, but he's McKenna. talking about McKenna, fucking whatever. And then he <laughs> says, uh, you know, yeah, we're all like, oh, yeah, the sniper, because he did 20 tours and kills everybody or whatever. And But it really was the kid. And then we find out that the predator, like, race uh, not doesn't just hunt for sport. It hunts and also collects dna and collects genetic yeah s- like samplings to like better their own race so every t- every time they wipe out a race they like pick and choose the best of specimens and that's why they always like uh you know predators they hunt for sport but they're hunting the best of the like arnold right. was the big catch right Danny right Glover right was the big catch Adrian Brody, I guess, in that one was the yeah. big catch. And so they have, there is a method to this madness, which is to collect DNA and use it in their own predator science labs to make super soldiers. Well, and isn't there, didn't they do this whole sort of like climate change thing where they, they, yep. they incorporated they incor- climate change yeah. <laughs> into the predator story? They did. Weaponizing yeah. autism yeah. and climate change. Yeah. Basically, like, yeah, they're like, you know, because. It just keeps getting hotter every year, and they need to hunt in the heat. So, you know, when we're gone, they might just take over this whole thing for their new, their you know, their whole race when we're all. How much longer could we last? One generation? Two generations? Yeah. You know, and so so I guess, you know, climate change could play a big part into the predators taking over. Well, and that was like Sterling K. Brown and Olivia Munn. They have this aha moment together, even though they're like enemies, and he's about to kill her after he walks out. He's always going to kill everybody until like, wait, no, we need them. And then, yeah. oh, wait, no, we need to f- team up together right. to fight the Predator now. Yeah. We have uh, these shaky truces. Yeah. I mean, the thing that's unfortunate is that the first, we talked about this, uh, that the first two movies were very simple. It was yes. a very simple concept, and it was the Predator, you know, and the gore and the hunt and the this and everything. Well, it was Land Jaws. Yeah. Like, the whole, I, yeah. I think it was, like, the, there was, like, a writer or whoever wrote the first thing. It was, like, he, like, wanted to make Jaws on land. Yeah. And we, there was no, like, Stan Winston designed the Predator. There was no, right. like, concept of the Predator technology or the lore behind the creature yeah. as far as I know. Because Stan Winston designed all that shit after the movie. The script had already been written. But, like, I guess the original concept just in general for Predator was, like, Land Jaws. Oh. Picking off people one at a time, but not in the water, like on land well, from the trees. Hey, it but, works. Yeah, it works great. It's fucking terrifying. And that first movie, you can watch it forever, you know? And the second movie, I really quite enjoy. I know. People trash that movie, but good. if you go back and watch it, there's a lot of things that it was doing then that things get praised for doing now. Yeah. And then it was just sort of like what? Paul for the court. Like, Danny Glover being the black lead of a film. Oh, yeah. And then Ruben Blades and... Blades, uh, yeah. Blade. I think it's Blades. Oh, is it? He's Hispanic. He's not Blades. What are you trying to no. make some sort of like Hispanic knife <laughs> reference? <laughs> what, they all use knives? No, I've just seen him on shows before. Yeah, I think Blades, Blades. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, and like the cast itself, Bill Paxton's in it. Yeah. Ruben Blades is Gary Busey's Maria in it. Conchita Alonso yeah, from, yeah, from The Running she, Man. And she's, she's a detective, a Hispanic detective. Yeah, and Danny Glover's a black detective. Yeah. And it is in early 90s LA. Yeah. Where, and it's like this heat wave throughout the inner city Los Angeles. So that alone I like. Like we lit to live in Los Angeles yeah. and to see that shit. And it's all happening 
during Rodney King and OJ right. and all like you know like the riots and shit. So you, you go back and watch it, and that like Mort Downey Jr. guys in oh, it. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, that would have been like having you know fucking Harvey Levin in a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like TMZ yeah, in a movie, exactly. You know, it was doing all that kind of little shit then, right? You know that everything everybody does now, or now are like oh so how brave, like so brave. You know. Well, you're right. It was extremely diverse that yeah. cast, and they, to have a black man in the lead, and, and especially Hispanic with him coming off woman. of uh, and a Hispanic woman and a Hispanic man. And, yeah, and, and nobody thought twice about it. Nobody got patted on the back about it, right. as far as I know. And it was also like a good look for Danny Glover because it got him out of the shadow of uh, Mel Gibson and yeah. ta- Lethal Weapon. You know, because this was 1990, and I think the you know the first two Lethal Weapons were well since done you know then they come yeah, out in the yeah, mid 80s yeah. Yeah. yeah and so you know it was, it was an interesting film and you go back and watch and it's you know it's a tight little story you know very gory very brutal very, like maybe the most brutal of them all i think yeah it's pretty gnarly yeah. yeah, like all the hanging skinned bodies. Yeah. yeah, man, it's cool. And there's like the drug drug wars are in, tied into it too. And yeah, it's like good. There's me- like Jamaican voodoo. And yeah. Yeah, there's some cool fucking tropes, you know. And uh, it's a tight film. Adam Baldwin, he's in oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. He always plays the sort of like uh, pr- by the book asshole kind yeah. of dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it gets, you know, it's not a brilliant film. I'm not saying that. But if you go back and watch it now, you're like, oh, yeah, look, at it's doing all these things. And it's, a, yeah. and it's good acting. Like, these are all good actors, man. And Danny Glover's a badass in that film. He's fucking ripped. You know, and like we were talking about, like, the sweat, like, all the the cops and all the people, everyone's sweaty and they always change in their shirts. Like, you can, you really get a vibe of, like, L.A. in the summer. Like, we've we've been, like, us, we have been there. And it is cool to go back and watch. Well, the guy who did it, who, where did, he he did something significant that we really liked. The director. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Stephen Hopkins, I think his name is. Um, He, uh, there was a movie he did and we were like, Oh my God, he's the one who did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's worth seeing if you're a fan of the franchise for sure. Definitely. Um, it's always sort of like the ugly stepchild of the franchise, but to me, I like it way better than alien versus predator. Either of them. I actually liked alien versus predator, but, yeah, I, don't but like I agree. It. It's I uh yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, or yeah. Yeah. It's uh, there's a, that movie's not that bad, man. It's not. It's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. It's not fucking unwatchable at all. Especially if you like realize they still won't give us a really, really, really good Predator movie. Right. And uh, this is definitely... What? You found it? Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah. We did Ghost in the Darkness Which and Blown real, Away. Yeah. And those are both super cool 90s movies. Yeah. And Ghost in the Darkness is basically Predator. Yeah. Like from the shadows killing people at will at random. It's pretty fucking cool. So yeah, yeah, you know, and so back flash forward to this the predator. It's not it's, I mean it does have all the things that we like about the predator movies. Yeah, it's just sort of like weak sauce. Yeah. Sort of like, well, it's like you got to make this movie again, but you didn't do it enough cuz the way they end it, there could totally be a sequel. Yes. But and it, a cool sequel. A cool sequel maybe. It it seems cool when you see it and then it also seems like fucking the suit from the super shredder from secret of the used ninja turtles and yeah like, kind of looks like it so look ridiculous like, yeah. it totally looks like super shredder and you're like yeah. why does it because so basically they you know have this sort of long drawn out final fight with the predator and they kill him and everyone else dies and but at the same time there was like this space pod that landed and it was like the last thing the good predator did right. before he died and so now they're in some 
you know, another science lab trying to open this pod up. And they get it open, and there's the steam releasing and the alarms ringing and stuff like that. And one of the scientists sort of reaches in to see it, and it's like this floating gauntlet, and it attaches to his arm. Yeah. And then it starts to cover his body like an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Completely all piecing him up. And then all the cannons come out, but there's like 10 shoulder cannons. Yeah. It's like steroid predator suit, but it's designed for a human to wear and use. So clearly the predator's like, you're going to need this. And uh, you're like, you're going to be happy that I left this here for you. Yeah. Which says sequel, sequel, sequel. But, you know, so it's Maybe, like. A, but it bombed. No, I bombed. That's what I mean. So, <laughs> that, But that's the problem is that since it bombed, we're not going to get like a really cool Predator movie. Again, right. You know? And it sort of it seemed on paper to make sense. I mean, I didn't really like the cast when I first saw it. I was like, okay, good enough. Um, and, but Shane Black, it sort of felt good. But then there's that whole thing with Shane Black's buddy is a sexual predator, and he got cut from the movie like two days before the release because oh, right. Olivia yeah. Munn made it cl- made it known to Brett the Ratner. press. No, not Brett Ratner, the actor. There was an actor who Shane Black cast in this movie. Oh, who was who was arrested for soliciting sex from a minor on the internet and it was his niece i guess oh shit and he did like real time and you know time served but he's still like and like shane black got really upset with olivia munn which we were talking about is like if your first reaction is to get upset that your sexual predator friend has now been outed from yeah, your film. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good sign about your character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess no one went on the press junket with her. Well, that also could have fucked up the film. Because there was like this whole press junket where she went on by herself and like really? aired it out. And the little boy was the only one that went. Yeah, then the actors would oh. go. And I'm sure they were probably told by the studio. Or I don't know if they were told shit, but none of those actors were doing that press junket with her about that guy. And that guy's scenes had been quickly deleted from the oh, film. Oh, wow. Okay. So that could have been like a big hit to the, you know, it could have. Film. But I don't know if enough people knew about that story. I just don't think enough people know about Predator as a franchise. Yeah. Like compared to Alien, Alien Covenant yeah. did gangbusters. It's a big franchise. And it still was sort of modest in the realm of all this sci-fi exactly. stuff exactly. and monster stuff. But or compared to superhero movies. Right. For sure. But it did it better than $24 million. Oh, yeah. Way know? better. Like that's sort of pitiful. And it doesn't bode well for the future of like reviving the Predator franchise, which is yeah. unfortunate because I am a Predator fanboy. Uh, me, t- I would love this franchise. To be honest, I would go watch this movie again, even though it's not it, it's not really good. I would too, but just because I feel like I want to come go watch some of those death scenes again because they go so quickly, but they're so brutal. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, I know. And it, and it just keeps going though. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. Like when it's happening. Yeah, you're like, oh, I, wanna, I need to see the sequence again. Well, I feel like I missed some stuff about the story too. Like I really wish that they had just kept it simple. Like, well, yeah, because they try to know? tie in too many things. Like the predators, like a traitor to the other predators, and trying to warn the humans because yeah. the humans might go extinct because of climate change, and the predators want to take over. Right. And so I'm a good predator but you didn't know that and this kid has autism and we yeah they're literally gonna take the kid like that's what they were gonna take the the predator was gonna take the kid and 
take them back to the Predator universe and harness. Because they also make this thing that's like Olivia Munn basically says, you know, most some people think that like autism isn't really a disease. It's like the evolution of a, yeah, a human being. Then, yeah. And you're like, because they're so advanced. And, you're like, and okay. then she they tags back to that line again, which is so stupid when she says it again. The evo- it's your son. The evolution of human ca- mankind. Yes, right, she says right, it again. Right, right. There's another thing they do that we've never seen before in this universe, which is uh, language. They have a translator. Oh, yeah. The we Predator finally, yeah. speaks yeah. with the translating the machine. machine. Yeah. Yep. And it, it, yeah, you hear it speak. Even though the Predator has spoken English words. Yes. Small amounts of them. But like in the first two Predators, you, there's like, take it. But this had subtitles too. Yeah, remember, straight up subtitles, like, for and sure. then it went. It had like their language, language and then yeah, yeah, it converts it to English. Yeah, there was. Some, I mean, there's some cornball stuff too. Like, there's that scene where he, the predator jumps into the back of like a SWAT. Uh, SWAT right. wagon and starts cutting people up and the driver's like everything cool back there yeah that was dumb. and the predator picks up an arm and has that has like the thumbs up yeah. and sticks it through the door like thumb and he's like oh okay good never mind then uh, that uh, was huh. really ridiculous it was like predators don't have a sense no, of humor no they don't they do don't that. get they, they wouldn't know what thumbs the up. thumbs yeah. up is they wouldn't know what the fuck that yeah. is right maybe I don't know and even if they did no, I think the predator think. would have better taste yeah. than to make a bad joke like that right a predator would just kill that guy that was like arnold 1982 joke arnold that that kind of oh joke. you mean the movie arnold. yeah yeah like stick around yeah, yeah. right he's dead <laughs> tired yeah he's fucking like snapped his neck on an airplane and <laughs> nobody stick noticed around. stick around don't lose your head <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it is like bad. that cornball shit. So yeah, I mean, there there's some corny moments that sort of detract from the overall experience. Right. Let alone like the cast just didn't really seem to be into like the property. They're like, yeah, sure, I'll do this movie. Like Sterling yeah. K. Brown, I doubt he's like a big fan of Predator. Right. You know, like Dan. I don't know. I guess I guess it shouldn't matter. Maybe they just didn't weren't that into it. I don't know. I I feel like remember at the Comic Con panel. They did that whole Predator versus thing. Oh, it was horrible. And the, it really outed that none of them were fanboys yeah, and cared. none of them really knew the property or cared. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, like, I don't know. They were like, because it was like the, they made up these ridiculous things yeah, it was about like Predator it. Predator versus Salad Shooter or like right. trying to be funny. Predator versus Voldemort. Like, who would win? Like, they did it, but they did it for like 20 minutes and they kept going back yeah. to it. It's like, uh. And do it you guys was, even know this movie? Like, do you they, even care? They didn't know enough about it's, any franchises no. to be able to do that. I just feel like I would, if I got cast in this film and I was on a panel, I could just talk ad nauseum about the, all the different movies yeah. and the and how much how cool it is, and it's like how yep. to fill the shoes of Billy Bear and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's like those guys had twenty four inch pythons, and you know, like, right. like you know, it's like Carl Withers and the handshake. Yeah, and shit, you know? like you guys don't care about any of that. Didn't uh, sound like didn't it. Didn't sound. She like didn't sound it. like she knew fucking shit about. Fuck. I know. She literally is just on her same old bullshit. <laughs> you hate her. She's the worst. <laughs> She's like a succubus of Hollywood. <laughs> I hope I never meet her in person in, like, in a way. I hope I like we never get introduced. Ugh. You know, I'd be like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. It was entertaining because it had all. Cool... It was fun to see in theater. Yeah, sure. fuck yeah. I hadn't been. We hadn't been in a movie since like July or like mid August. 
So it was cool to get back in the theater again. Yeah. I wasn't mad. I didn't leave like, fuck this movie. You know, sometimes we go see a movie, especially like an existing uh, franchise. And by the end of it, I'm just like, man, mother fuck you right. and this shit. And like, I, didn't, I didn't leave angry. No. I didn't leave uh, like wanting my money back at all. Not at all. In that no. Sense. Just sort of like weak sauce. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that was it, huh? That's the movie you guys decided to make. Yeah. Fair enough. And everybody dies, and it's sort of schmaltzy. Not everybody. Not, well, it's certainly not everybody, but yeah, but like the crew, you yeah, know, all his buddies. Well, thank God, because I was going to be really mad if like not lots of people died. But it's like they tried to make this thing between Thomas Jane and Keegan Michael Keegan. Yeah, what was and that? And then by the end of it, they were like lovers, like looking at each other. Yeah, and then they weird. both raised their pistols up to kill each other yeah. at the same time, and they were so far apart from each other. And it's like, what if one of you shot slightly before the other? <laughs> And then, <laughs> then that guy's dead, and then you're still alive. I don't know. It was just sort of like creating moments that weren't there between yeah. characters. Like, were they close? I didn't realize they were that close throughout the film. I don't know. No, they were not. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. <laughs> like, and all of a sudden, we're supposed to be like, oh, those two, they loved each other. Yeah, it was weird. The storylines all of all out of nowhere and here and there and everywhere. It was almost like they let the actors sort of come up with, oh, how about this? Yeah, how about we do what it this we- way? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, it maybe. felt a little like that. Because they did say like, oh man, we were always like ripping on each other. Yeah. Like you never know who's going to catch a zinger next. Oh man, I don't know. It definitely felt like storyline all over the place. It, yeah, it was. It was really. Because it could have been cool if it was something super duper simple. Well, to be honest, looking at the, the like, cast and crew i'm like well this isn't gonna be just a like shoot em up yeah like arnold like these guys are gonna have to have a whole bunch of backstory and like a bunch of like i don't know it just didn't seem like guys versus predator it seemed like there's gonna be this whole story right and shit, you know and there was and there was and to very like weak effect. yeah keep things simple in a franchise that's cool you don't need to go do all that no shit. and don't shoot it like some hollywood thing like put take, take a new angle you know yeah. what I mean? like the first movie was like didn't look like really glossy hollywood and neither did the second movie but this movie and no. alien vs predator and and the other alien vs predator it always they always look so polished and i know you know it looks like a superhero movie but it's predator right you know don't do that yeah, you keep know, it predator. Make it dirty. Make yeah. it a little grimy. You know, make it a little like f- the light, you know, change up the cinematography. Yeah, it doesn't I have agree. to look so clean, you know, like a freaking Captain America Civil War or some shit. You know, I it's know. predator, man. And it's nice that they did keep it R. I mean you kinda have to. You have to. But wasn't wasn't like one of the PG thirteen Alien vs. Predator? I don't know. Maybe not. But you, yeah, I mean, they would have really bitched out to make that movie PG-13. Even though in this day and age, like, look at Venom. Venom. Venom is now PG-13. And initially Boo. it was supposed to be R, I think. But they probably were like, I don't think we can make our money back. They wanted it to be yeah, PG. That was... They're excited. Yeah. Oh, oh really? For yeah, PG-13? Yeah, yeah. No, in fact, the articles when it came out were uh, Venom gets the PG-13 rating they desperately wanted. But I think because they know it, like, it's not going to do the Deadpool gangbusters. You know what I mean? Yeah, Deadpool had like has like this sort of aura around it, and it has the humor, the R-rated humor, right? Whereas Venom is just straight. You know, remember that turd in the wind line? Do you hear that? Then the new yeah. trailer. Yeah, that was some real clunky writing. So they need to get the younger audience, right? So I so guess PG-13. that's why they're doing it. Exactly. It doesn't. I I can't say I'm not interested no, anymore. I'm not. I was for sure. 
when we saw Tom Hardy at the panel at Comic Con, yeah, the second trailer, you're like, all right, you know, it's but that shit will gas you up so easy. Like, yeah, to see a trailer in Hall H with the actors in I front know, of you, it's different. Unless it literally is just like a blank screen and <laughs> like, like static. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then we'd be like, yeah! yes, this is genius. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's it, it's if you're a big fan of the franchise, yeah. It's fun to see in the theaters. Uh, I mean, I think what we're next excited about is Halloween. And Venom. Venom comes out before Halloween. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sad. Yeah, I'm still going to, but we're going to see Venom. We'll see Venom. You guys know we'll see Venom. You you know, so, but yeah, excited, I guess, Halloween. Yes, like very earnestly excited. Can't wait for that. Yeah, like I wasn't that excited about seeing this movie after seeing it at comic or seeing you know seeing the panel no. at comic con i was sort of like super lukewarm about it yeah like, i was like i sure hope they prove me wrong you know well i think one of the reasons we got a little bit <clears throat> more excited was because hbo was playing all of the predator movies yes. back to back and we watched them and, and we were like fuck yeah predator let's go yeah see it. we like predator let's go see it because it is a cool fucking character maybe one of my favorites it might be one of my favorites so i would even go see this again as a fanboy yeah, you know, I really would just because I re- yeah, I would go see it again for sure. Maybe uh, even in theaters or definitely on Amazon. Like I would watch this again, even though I know I'm going to feel the same way at the right. end of it. But uh, I didn't I hate it so much that I'd be like, I'll never watch this again. <laughs> you know what I mean? What an endorsement! It's not an yeah, but I don't know the it, the the action itself is worthy of a watch if you're a fan. Yes, for it sure, is. for sure, for sure. It's. Yeah, cool we'll give it mild justice. Mild justice. I yeah. like I give it as a fanboy, I give it more justice than as a like a reviewer. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, it was panned by the critics. I know, and, shit panned. And sort of rightfully so, but they're mm-hmm. they're not reviewing it as fanboy fangirl. No, but like, that's what we should just As make a, a movie, yeah. it I, it warrants its 30 something percent. percent. Yeah. But as fans, a fan property, it, it's, it deserves, deserves that, a lot more. For sure. Yeah. For for me as a fan, I would definitely say go see it. And yeah. then as a reviewer, I'd say wait until Amazon or whatever. Right. But if you do like it, go see it in the theater. Go see it for at a matinee for 5 bucks or 8 bucks, you know? That's what you, you can Five dollar Tuesday, Five MC. Five dollar Tuesdays and you know seven dollar you know uh, AM shows and shit. Yeah, man. So there's ways to go fucking see it and maybe you know decide for yourself. I mean, you might be really liked it. Yeah, and you like the action. You know what I mean? Who knows? And that's okay too. We uh, just a couple things coming up. Um, we'll be in Salem again for the annual haunted happenings. That's exciting. Yeah, Salem. There's really no better place to be. During how over Halloween than Salem, Massachusetts. Nope. <laughs> it's not. It's so fun. It's such a like, like if I was ever like a rich guy with children, I would take them there. Yeah, at least once. Yeah, you know, just absolutely. Like, this is what Halloween's like in this motherfucker. And uh, our friend uh, um, at uh, the Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery have yeah. reopened, and they are in a new space, and they have much more square footage. And That's cool. We will be checking that out as and along with all kinds of cool stuff there. Yeah, man. And but we've got stuff before that for the season. You know, we've got the Halloween review, and we'll have some more scary stuff and spooky. We'll be doing the Warner Brothers tour again. Yeah, that'll be fun. They have an Arkham Asylum maze. Yeah, which I was like fucking floored by, to be honest. Like, yeah, how cool is that? That could could be. Hopefully, it's going to be incredibly fun. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, definitely. Because that was fun. That it was a lot less. I mean, we hated Universal 
haunted I'll never Halloween go to that Horror shit Nights again. last year. I will never go it to that It was a very again. disappointing experience. We did the VIP experience, which cost a lot of fucking money. And um, it was pretty lame. It was lame I mean, the mazes and crowded. are cool. But mazes are cool. They're short, though. If I had to wait 55 plus minutes to get in there, I would fucking kill myself. Yeah. Especially if you think the wait time is 55 minutes, you're only going to get to do three of them. And there's right. like eight of them. And you have to pick and choose. And yeah. then moving around the park is a fucking like Marrakesh market. That it's was horrible. the problem. It horrible. was it, When we first did the VIP experience, it was awesome. Yeah, they had it mapped out different. And we had a great tour guide. Yeah, this, like last kept year on we had a time. bad one. This was, that wasn't last year, was it? That's two yeah, years ago. Yeah, no, it was last year because we, we did both of them in the same year. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, no, for the cost and it's like fucking, you have to pay a small fortune just to do it. Yeah, and you really can't. You have to get that VIP, at least the front of the line, or it's a waste. Otherwise, you're just like extras. Yeah, in a movie, like you don't in even in a crowd. In a crowd, in a crowd scene, like you, you're not even here. Yeah, you know, you'll you'll be lucky to make it to the front of the line. Right, like that was most of your experience. An hour and a half. Mm, hour and a half. It's just and you get in there and like when you have the line, you're like you see them, you see every single maze. You know, you like yeah. when you have the. VIP thing yeah. yeah and you realize like that's not fair you're right. gonna make people wait 90 minutes for this yeah. like it's cool and some of them are cooler than others too yes. like the really really cool ones are worth it but then the ones that are sort of like the lower percentage like the lower right. uh, quality you're like oh man I would feel bad if anyone waited 90 minutes yeah. for that one because that's garbage yeah, the bo- the bottom line is the numbers are too big and they should never have let it got- get to those kind of numbers mm-hmm. Because it's just not, they should have sold it out. You know, if you hit this many tickets, yeah, it's, you're out. You're out. Because it's just. Because they do it for a fucking month. You know what I mean? It's not like one yeah. night. It's like a month and a half. Right. Like you can't yeah, have start like a September. cutoff. Yeah, man. It's not like you're doing it for the week of Halloween. In fact, I think it actually starts on Friday. Like now. Yeah. yeah. It's for already halfway through September. Um. So, yeah, do yourself a favor and go to a smaller one. Smaller ones are better. More yeah. fun. Yeah, and there's lots of those. Yeah. But we'll be back to discuss all the cool things we'll be doing this Halloween season and as well as a couple more film reviews. Yeah, and, man. Yeah, man. And as always, you can uh, find us online at the HMCnetwork.com and follow us on Instagram at Harold Modcast and Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and do, listen to some Young Thug. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> Let's do some Young Thug. Barter Six. Jeffrey, for God's sakes. (laughs) All right. Thanks, jerks. See ya. Fart.